The FBI is investigating a Native American scalp that was being sold online. A muffin was hurled at a judge during a sentencing. And a woman helped deliver her best friend's baby only to discover something shocking. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted inside a closet in Los Angeles. I'm happy to be here. I got some weird stories from all around the country, maybe even the world. You'll see. The FBI is investigating the authentic ownership of a Native American scalp. That's something you don't see every day, a Native American scalp. This story is out of Maine. Federal investigators are determining whether an item, supposedly an Apache scalp, that was seized from a Fairfield auctioneer is in fact authentic and should be returned to the Native American tribe, according to the federal court documents. The FBI obtained a search warrant for Poulin's Antiques and Auctions Incorporated in Fairfield, Maine, after the agency received a little tip from outside of Maine that a Native American item had been listed for sale on the business's website. How are you going to sell a Native American scalp? That doesn't seem legal at all. Uh, Are you selling baby mummies as well? I mean, this is terrible. In the article, it says very definitively that selling Native American human remains is a federal crime. Uh, Documents pertaining to the search warrant were made public in the U.S. District Court in Bangor. And the owners of the business did not immediately return a request for any comments. The search warrant was executed without incident. The item was advertised as being in a, quote, pipe bag, 30 inches long, including rawhide fringe. It was decorated with red, blue, and green geometric designs. On the scalp designs, I I guess they tattooed the scalp. That's so creepy to be in possession of a scalp. Equally creepy to sell a scalp online. And then also creepy to want to buy a scalp What's wrong with you? Well, you know, people are morbid and people will buy anything despite where it came from. I mean, do you know know how many items that were owned by Hitler that are auctioned off for a lot of money? (laughs) Who wants Hitler's teacup? Yeah, and then you get a million dollars for it. It's outrageous. A yellow tag attached to what was described as a Mescalero Apache scalp said that the person was killed at Johnson's Run, Texas, uh, but did not say when. The tag claims it was sent to Frank Owens by Lance Brewington in 1899. So it looks like it's a 100-year-old scalp that came from somebody's head in Texas. The whole thing's creepy. Now, the tribe it supposedly came from is the Mescalero Apache tribe. They're federally recognized, based in south-central New Mexico in the Lincoln National Forest. Its traditional hunting territory spanned from the Rio Grande Valley to the panhandle of Texas west to what is now Santa Fe and south into northern Mexico. Its reservation was created in 1873 by President Ulysses S. Grant, who I believe I share a birthday with. There's a quote here from the Attorney General. Uh, There is a process underway to determine whether this item is actually human, whether it is Native American, and whether... If Native American, the remains are that of a person who was a member of a particular tribe. If investigators determine that the remains are those of a Native American who was a member of a particular tribe, efforts will be taken to repatriate 
a repatriate. I don't know how to say this word. Repatriate the remains back to the tribe for interment. All of these efforts will be taken in consultation with the Bureau of Indian Affairs and relevant tribal authorities and conducted in a culturally sensitive manner. So I suppose they're going to have to do some DNA testing to figure out if this scout belonged to a Native American, uh, specifically from that tribe, and then see if the tribe would like their scout back so that they can then... Uh, bury it? I don't, mean, I don't even know what they would do with it. Anybody have any ideas on that? I am unfamiliar with uh, Native American scalp procedure, to be honest with you. And then I suppose it remains to be seen what sort of penalty they'll have for this individual who decided to list a scalp for sale on their website. I mean, are you okay, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> what in your mind thought that that would be okay? Now, it does indicate here that it is illegal to sell a scalp. It um, doesn't say whether or not it's illegal to have in your possession to own a scalp. I once had a comedian friend uh, show me a photo of a shrunken head that he got from his trip to Africa. And he was very scared to show me the photo. He said it was illegal for him to even have it and that he smuggled it over on the plane, which was risky. I don't know what the what the rules are for these things. Um, and again, I don't know why you would want to have these things at the end of the day. A muffin was hurled at a judge during a sentencing. That's right. A muffin was used as a missile in a district court this week after a man sitting in the public gallery of the courtroom lost his temper during a sentencing. The muffin which is understood to be a chocolate chip-flavored muffin, was hurled at Judge Philip Creighton during the sentencing of a man for sexual offenses. The missile was thrown by a brother of the defendant who happened to have a chocolate chip muffin on his person. I didn't even know you were allowed to bring those in the courtroom. Muffins can be dangerous. The brother was in court with other family members in support of the defendant at the time. The projectile muffin thrown at the judge in the manner of a baseball luckily missed the target. Woo! Because that'll do some damage, especially if the muffin's been sitting around for a week. They can get very hard, those muffins. It says here, the front of the judge's bench in the area where the court registrars were sitting were actually splattered with the remains of this sweet treat. Well, that leaves a nice visual, you can imagine. The muffin hurled like a baseball right past the judge's head, hitting the wall, bam! And then chocolate chip shrapnel just going all over the place, landing on the court registrar's. Oh, no! It's mayhem in the courtroom. Mayhem, I say! Uh, the judge rose and swiftly ran out of the courtroom as the security guards quickly apprehended the thrower and took him downstairs to the courthouse cells. I assume he will be prosecuted for... Assault with a deadly pastry. This is a muffin of mass destruction, after all. It says, within minutes, the mess had been cleaned up, though, and the judge returned, and the sentencing proceeded. This muffin-throwing incident evidently took everyone by surprise in the courtroom. One participant sitting in the body of the court was so shocked that she was moved to tears. I can only assume this witness was either a baker or a very hungry individual who thought, what a waste of a perfectly good chocolate chip muffin. Ha! How dare they? The soon-to-be muffin chucker remained... <laughs> muffin chucker, it says. That's a great word. 
Oh, the Muffin Chucker. Good name for a band. The Muffin Chuckers. The Muffin Chucker remained behind in the courtroom. They allowed him to stay in the courtroom? That's very risky. What if he whips out a scone and throws that? That's even harder than a muffin. That can do much more damage, a scone. It says the Muffin Chucker became very agitated by the discussions about discounts for the final sentence and had to be eventually removed. The name of the defendant who was being sentenced at the time cannot be revealed in this story without leading to the identification of the victim. He was ultimately jailed for six years and two months. The fate of his brother, the Muffin Chucker, remains unknown. A woman helped deliver her best friend's baby and then had the discovery of her life. A 28-year-old Arizona woman discovered that her best friend's baby, whom she helped deliver, is actually her husband's. Haley Custer helped her best friend deliver a daughter only to learn that the child's father is her own dang husband. It doesn't say dang. I inserted it. I wanted to be emphatic about this. It's her own dang husband. She and her husband, Travis, well, his name is Travis. You can't trust a Travis. They had been married for six years and had three children together. Haley said that she heard her best friend was pregnant and homeless. Pregnant and homeless and decided to help her out. Yeah, if you're pregnant and homeless, you need a friend. Uh, Since uh, Haley was also an addict before she became pregnant, she could relate well. Okay, okay, got it. So they both come from a very broken situation. She wanted to help her best friend become sober. Uh, She took her best friend, who was unnamed, to checkups and even wore the daddy's wristwatch during the delivery. In fact, Haley had given the baby her first bath as well. After they reached her house, she was changing the baby when she, the baby, turned her neck and there was a birthmark on the baby, identical to her husband's. Haley looked up at her best friend, but the friend stared at the floor. That's when Haley just knew that her own husband had a child with her best friend. Shocking. My goodness. This sounds like a storyline from the Brady Bunch. (laughs) Just kidding. Now, Haley has the evidence. She told the media she's very familiar with this birthmark, which is an extra piece of cartilage growth. She says her oldest son has it. It's called the bowling bump in her husband's family because the husband's last name is Bowling. Her husband, who had cheated on her with up to 30 women in the past. 30 women, lady? What are you doing here? Oh, what a mess this is. The whole thing. I mean, so I guess you can't be surprised that he impregnated your best friend. He's cheated on you with 30 women, for crying out loud. My goodness. I think the real bowling bump is the baby bumps and all these ladies that he's sleeping with, huh? After realizing the truth, Haley says she was in a state of shock. Um... She explained Travis was a major dealer in the area, and her best friend, who was an addict, would have done anything Travis asked her due to her addiction. Okay, so she's trying to piece together why he would sleep with her. It sounds like he's sleeping with everybody in the area, though. She also realized the baby was her children's blood sibling and didn't have the heart to let them become homeless, so she forgave her best friend and let her stay. Both of them helped each other with their kids while Travis was out doing whatever he wanted to do. Wow, these ladies... They're just very maltreated by this Travis character, and they're in a tough position, and yet they're, they're bonding. You know, they're, they're remaining friends and helping each other out. It's a kind of a happy story in the end, I suppose. Haley has took the story to TikTok, and her clips have harnessed over three and a half million views. Wow, you should set up a GoFundMe, Haley. Try and parlay that TikTok into some money. 
I mean, there's people making money on TikTok for stupid things like semen necklaces. You might as well try and raise a little bit of money for these babies. Uh, lastly, I'll just say that this article is teaching us something very important. And what is that, Jonesy? Well, that is that Arizona is swiftly turning into Florida. Hey, my friends, thanks for being with me for another episode of Weird AF News. I appreciate your time, and thanks for sending me messages. I got a lot of emails about the mermaid story yesterday because although I was shocked that there's a whole mermaid community out there, apparently this is common knowledge. There's a lot of mermaids out there, and people know about it. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll be visited by mermaids at some point in my life. Um, If you guys want to help make that happen, I'm starting a mermaid fund. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, although I, you know, I'm not against it. We could get them. Are there mermaid strippers? I would like to go to a place where there's mermaid strippers. That'd be kind of fun. (laughs) Okay. James M bought me coffees. James M is just a glorious uh, giving individual. Uh, James bought me coffees and then uh, wrote a little note. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure I read it which is why I'm reading it now. I think I missed it. It was a few days ago. James wrote, I'm sure you get enough coffees from other people so you can use this money to buy some 100 grand chocolate bars instead to snack on while you have your coffee. Stay weird, Jonesy. Yeah, because James pays attention and knows that I love 100 grand bars. They're they're unbelievable, man. Very underrated. Hard to find as well. Uh, Someone else bought me coffee. Hold on, hold on. Ace in the place. Ace in the place bought me coffee. I don't know who Ace in the place is, but sounds like a very cool individual. Uh, Ace wrote, shout out from the good old BFE Utah. Nice to put a face to the voice, Jonesy. Pleasantly surprised, I might add. I stumbled upon your podcast by accident and have been a daily listener ever since. Thanks for the laughs. Humor is good medicine. Yeah, Ace in the Place is not only cool, but really has insight into human nature because humor is good medicine for human beings. I agree, Ace. Thank you so much for your donation. I really appreciate that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, oh, reviews. That's right. We had some reviews on Amazon. Carrie Alger gave it five stars and wrote my favorite news morning ritual. I've integrated Weird AF News into my daily Alexa flash briefing starting this past year. Jonesy never disappoints, giving me a good laugh to start my morning off right. My husband will even get upset if I start the podcast without him. Oh, that's lovely. You guys are bonding over my podcast. Uh, Our favorite, of course, is Florida Fridays. It's a good reminder to us all how completely effed up that state truly is. Anyone even considering relocating there needs a nice dose of weird AF news to bring them back to their damn senses. Uh, If not, good luck with your life, man. Thank you, Jonesy, for always keeping it real, making us all giggle along the way. Cheers. And then I got a nice review on Amazon from Michelle Zanta. Michelle is a longtime listener and supporter of the show. Michelle gave me five stars as well and wrote, my go-to for funny news with witty commentary. Ooh, witty. I didn't know my commentary was considered witty. (laughs) Pretty cool. Uh, I found Jonesy's Weird AF News podcast during COVID. Have been a belly-laughing loyal fan ever since. He's fun to start the day off with some laughs or help me finish the dishes slash laundry at sunset giggling. He cracks me up with his impersonations. Some of them are spot on, such as Boston Guy or Schwarzenegger. I always look forward to your Florida Fridays since that's where I live. We do have some interesting characters walking among us. Okay, you want to call them interesting? (laughs) I'd call them something else, Michelle. Uh, I assume you carry two tasers. She says, thanks for always showing respect while you poke fun. Impressive that you pull it all off, recording it from inside a closet, Jonesy. Thanks for all the laughs, and good luck with your life, man. Hear you tomorrow, Michelle Z. Michelle Z, thank you so much. That's lovely of you. 
really appreciate that. Lastly, I'm going to publish some phone calls that I tried to publish yesterday, uh, but I had some technical difficulties. And included in these phone calls is one from Michael from Iowa City, who's trying to begin the push for um, some holiday donations for Jonesy. Michael really gives a damn about my life. And, uh, and of course, the Weird AF News podcast. He's a longtime listener, big-time supporter. Can't say enough about Michael from Iowa City. So we'll play those calls. And if you guys would like to call the show, it's 646-450-2012. Uh, you can always write me a review on Amazon or other places like Apple Podcasts. And if you go to weirdafnews.com, you can click on the Patreon banner or the Buy a Coffee banner and uh, buy me a coffee or join the Patreon. Um, anyways, uh Take care. Hello, fellow weirdos. It's Michael from Iowa City. Hope everyone is doing well. If you were listening closely at the end of yesterday's podcast during the outro, Jones said he was going to play a couple of calls. Well, that didn't happen because the Anchor platform didn't allow him to attach those for the past couple of days. That would have been me trying to get through with a, a phone call and a message. It's Thanksgiving time, and that means time to launch the Thanks for Giving campaign to show our love and appreciation for Jonesy for all of the hard work that he puts in on producing this five-day-a-week podcast for all of his listeners to enjoy. So if you appreciate the hard work that Jonesy puts in on producing this podcast, please show your love and appreciation by giving a little back. And we'll say thanks for giving to all of you who do donate. There's many ways you can do this. Go to the website at www.weirdaf.com and click on a banner. Click the PayPal banner to make a one-time donation. You can click on buy a cup of coffee. If you just want to buy one or several cups of coffee uh, in a small dollar amount increment, or you can join the Patreon for as little as $2 a month. If you stay with it, that would equal $24 a year. That's a small amount to donate, but it's painless if you do it at $2 a month. And at that amount, it works out to a dime a day, as I like to say. So please give it some real consideration. Show your love and appreciation for Jonesy, the hard work he puts in, and the joy, the laughter, the love, uh, that he brings to us. I know it brings a lot of laughter and uh, joy to my to my life, and I really appreciate it. So I'm going to do some matching on this. For every Patreon membership that uh, people join, I'll match $2 for whatever level you join at. I'll, I'll pay $2 matching donation. And for every cup of coffee that uh, people buy, I'll pay a dollar towards that. And if anyone donates at a PayPal, whatever dollar amount, I'll give a matching donation of a dollar towards that, up to a total of $200. So Jonesy will keep track of those, and we'll back this up to Monday. I know someone named Jonesy505 already bought a cup of coffee. So everyone, please consider donating. Thanks to Jonesy. Thanks to all the weirdos. And Good luck to Jonesy, and good luck to everyone, and good luck with your life, man. Thanks for giving. Hello, it's Hannah again calling, and um, let's see, what was I going to say? Um, I was wondering how long you've been doing Weird AF News, and 
Um, I really like your laugh. Um, I don't know if that's like appropriate to say. And I was also wondering um, if you know your phone is programmed to ring repeatedly, or um, if you made it that way. Um, or if it just does that until the, um, until you hear the voicemail greeting. Um, yes. Oh, I was also wondering how long you've been doing Weird AF News, if I didn't ask you that. Um, I don't think I asked you that. Oh, my God. My memory has been kind of bad short term. Um, if you could respond to this message in a text message or an email, um, I would appreciate it. Um, I think you have my phone number. All right, that is it. Um, yeah, I like your show a lot better than NBC Nightly News, so keep doing what you're doing. Goodbye.